Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Barnacles with Jeff and Devin. I'm Devin. I'm Jeff. Uh, it's good to be back. I know it's been it's been a few weeks because I've been going through just all of the life changes. Well, not all of them, but uh, moving and getting a new job. But <laughs> got a house now and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, big and, boy stuff. Yeah, but I did bring on one of our uh, one of our college friends. How you doing, Rachel? Hello, doing great. Glad to be here. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, we were talking beforehand. You got a sweet setup there. So we, yeah, the microphone and everything. Because because you do music, so yeah. You, I like to pretend that I'm really fancy sometimes, and I get to whip out this microphone I use once a year. But hey, thank you for nice. giving my once a year opportunity to use it. Yeah, <laughs> yes. and we like to pretend that we're really like high end podcasters with merch because we are wearing our matching barnacle <laughs> shirts, and I I feel like a goofy goober. I don't know about you. But it's kind yeah, of yeah. I'm a goofy goober. You're a goofy goober. We're all goofy goobers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're talking about uh, a two part special. Uh, have you seen the snail? Or where's Gary? It's the one where uh, Gary goes missing in season four. Um, yeah, season four, episode three. If you want to follow along and watch it, but um, this one, this was an emotional episode. This is oh, this is. Uh, Journey. Who cried when they saw this as a kid? Man, I don't know if I did. Yeah, I don't know either, but it definitely hit home because I definitely grew up with cats. So I was always like, we got to go feed them now. <laughs> I I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't remember crying, but I felt like crying a little bit as I watched it now as an adult with a cat of my own. Um, which, speaking of which, we have another special guest. Everyone say, hey, Okoye. This is an audio-only podcast. So, well, uh... <laughs> someone could say, hey. The two of you could have said, hey, but neither said, Okoye. Oh, thank you, Rachel. <laughs> I'm glad that somebody is a loyal friend. Um, also, uh, Devin, you informed me of something before we started recording. Bad. The, the fact that we chose this day to record this episode. And what's special uh, about this day? Today is National Cat Day. Woo! National or international? Hold on. What was it? Because apparently there's a difference. It can't be international. It's got to be I actually one, really two countries at most. <laughs> it's international. It is international. Who decided this? It's not national international all the cats of the world we are celebrating today including the undersea cats like gary the snail gary the snail well that's good i did not plan that at all when i picked this episode uh you just knew you felt led you were like today is the day mm, yeah that's this good so i brought up to uh two of my new co-workers uh sam and terrell who uh have found out that I had a podcast and have listened to it a little bit and, and given some positive reviews, you know, but um, Terrell asked me which episode I was doing today. And I, I said, you know, it's the one when SpongeBob loses Gary and he sings the saddest song of all time. And he was like, how does that song go? And I just, all I remembered was Gary come home. And then Sam starts going all the lines, <laughs> like of the, of the verses. Just, I was so impressed. But um, yeah, so this apparently stuck with people. Uh, but I mean, it's a solid song. It is a solid yeah. song. Yeah, I it was one of those episodes that when we first started, I was like, I don't know if I've actually seen this episode. But like as it went on, I went, oh, 
I mm-hmm. remember this now. <laughs> mm. You can't unforget just, you know, the trauma of SpongeBob singing, Gary, come home. <laughs> it is yeah. dramatic. Yeah. This is a Patchy the Pirate special, apparently. Uh, it's my favorite kind of Patchy the Pirate special, <laughs> one where he's not in it. <laughs> Yeah, I love the very obviously not actually patchy. It's very bad animation of him moving his mouth. And I'm like, oh, patchy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we saw that with uh, Dunces and Dragons, which I think came after this episode. So this is, yeah. I guess, the first one that ever did this. But yeah. And then it opens with like a, a title card that, that has like a mystery theme song to it, mm-hmm. which is not really the vibe of the episode, even though he does go missing. <laughs> but it, yeah. it's, it's not like a whodunit, but um yeah we'll jump we into it. So. it yeah yeah we <laughs> it was spongebob with his neglect and indifference <laughs> oh that was that was harsh but, but we'll fair. get to it we'll get to it <laughs> so spongebob's carrying this big old heavy snail food because he actually is a good snail parent most of the time mm-hmm. but he's carrying it past patrick's house and patrick's like you know how is gary he's fine pat but can we talk about this some other time but there was something uh that i wanted to tell you something important and spongebob's gone who was i talking to <laughs> so spongebob gets a note at his door oh go ahead then oh i was gonna say i'm impressed that spongebob carried that from the store yeah right right he went to costco where they don't give you a buggy you know <laughs> oh no you gotta haul all of that to whatever vehicle or not vehicle you have <laughs> yeah oh man he's got to get his license really uh but yeah so he gets a note on the door which he holds very delicately i mean the the visual of him holding it was <laughs> so under- completely unnecessary oh it hurts my fingers to try to hold it that way <laughs> oh that's weird but the note says that there was a package that will be delivered at their earliest convenience uh but then it gets delivered immediately and he picks up the package all excitedly and leaves the snail food outside. And what he got was a Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy paddle ball set nice. in which he is challenged to take the dirty bubble challenge by hitting the paddle ball 29,998,559,671,349 times in a row. <laughs> dirty bubble. Wherever waiting. you float, I hereby accept your challenge. <laughs> you wanted so bad to read that number. I paused it. Yeah, to type that out. Uh, <laughs> make sure I had all the commas right. Uh, I yeah. feel like I feel like I need to now like text you numbers, like really long absurd numbers, so that you can say them out loud, just to like give you that little piece of joy. Yeah, that's how joyful you looked as you read that number. Yeah, after all, I majored in counting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> oh man, I just watched a video compilation of all the uh, all the puns that um, uh, Adam Scott, uh, Ben Wyatt made. Oh, yeah. to, the, to the accounting firm. Oh yes. Does, does that compound your interest? <laughs> I just appreciate their like pure joy every single time he tells that joke. Like in our jokes, like they never get they never get bored. They're always like, oh that was awesome. So good. <laughs> he said another one. He's leaving, but he's just, you gotta hear what he said. Oh man. Yeah. So SpongeBob, he's gonna try it 29 trillion times. 
and dramatically picks it up at this like slow motion montage. Darn it. Like, even, <laughs> in the, even in the slow motion backhand, like it was obvious that one didn't make it. Like, yeah. he's That's that was the most realistic part of this entire episode is how bad we all are at paddle balls. <laughs> I remember as a kid being like, oh yeah, like I can do it 10 times in a row and it would take me like at least an hour because it was like I'd get maybe two and I like was so competitive that I'm like, oh no, I can do this. And I, w- I would. I would spend like an hour trying to get it. And... You got to hit it upward so that gravity just brings it right back yeah. down to the paddle. Yeah. Oh no. But yeah, so uh, it is in this moment when Gary feels neglected because he goes to his bowl, he puts on a napkin, gets out his silverware, and uh, there's no food. And so he checks his internal clock, quite literally. (laughs) Yes, thank you. Thank you. That's exactly, that's exactly what it was. It was his internal clock. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. It was a good joke. Um, And he meows at SpongeBob and SpongeBob goes, what was that? And then just keeps paddling. <laughs> oh, Gary, that distracting sound came from you. <laughs> oh, man. But Gary needs to eat, but he just, SpongeBob, he fell for the marketing that, like, doesn't even make sense because the Dirty Bubble, uh, apparently world-renowned paddleball champion, the Dirty Bubble, and it cuts to the Dirty <laughs> He has no arms. Uh, oh, that's a great point. Yeah. <laughs> Also, I love the internal cat clock. It is very accurate because I know I would forget all the time. So I have my cat on a like automatic food feeder for that exact reason. And like it's it goes off at five at like 445. She comes at me and I'm like, see, I am not responsible for your food. (laughs) Because I know your internal clock starts at 445. That's amazing. Eating Uh up to five o'clock for your food. Yeah. Yeah. The cat just worships the machine. There. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Anywhere in the house it starts going off, she like will fall off of every surface because she's not graceful whatsoever. She will fall off every surface she's on and go sprinting across the house because it is food time. And heaven forbid she miss that Man. one meal. Heaven, heaven forbid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our, um, so Okoye, like she free feeds. So I'll just have the bowl out and she just kind of eats on it throughout the day. Um but our um, friends, Bark and Mariana, have two cats and uh, brother and sister. And the sister is, she'll eat, she'll kind of nibble whenever they have a, a feeder. But the brother, he's a chonky boy. And he will eat and eat and eat to where he starts eating her food. And they, they apparently their vet told them, all right, here's what you do. Create a box that's with a hole that's small enough for the sister to get in but not but not big enough for the brother to get in so that she can get her food and he can't get to it that's amazing that we kind of had to do that when i first adopted <laughs> finland her name's finland like the country i don't know why Ooh. her name's finland but she is that's she's all she's fun she uh, just joined nato yeah yeah. <laughs> Sorry. There was also Sweden as well in yeah. the uh, town. So I guess they were just going through all the Baltic countries. Yeah. Um, but my roommate and I adopted cats at the same time. And Finland was not quite yet a chonky burnt loaf, but she has since become a chonky burnt loaf. And my roommate's cat, Giselle, was like the epitome of like, oh no, please don't hurt me. And like Finland, if we put food down at the same time, Finland would just like scarf all of her food and Giselle would eat like two bites and like scurry off. And then Finland would just like literally inhale 
all of Giselle's food. So like it got to the point where we had to like just sit there and watch them eat because we couldn't free feed because Finland would eat so much that she would like make herself sick. So we can't free feed her. So we had to give them food. And then as soon as Giselle was done, we had to like snatch it up because Finland would just <laughs> immediately scarf down Giselle's food. Now that she's the only cat, because, you know, we have since moved, um, Finland's fine, but we cannot free feed her because, yeah, she would be like <laughs> 25 pounds. Like, and he's not a big cat. She would literally be a like a burnt little circular loaf. <laughs> well, it's better than not feeding her at all. True. Yeah. Which is, yeah. He, uh, so Gary, Gary, like Finland, needs to eat, but, um, <laughs> Good segue, but um, <laughs> so Gary Gary lands on SpongeBob's face from like sideways, like comes <laughs> on the screen sideways, and the most cat thing Gary has ever done. <laughs> that's true. That's true. And uh, he's SpongeBob at, at this point is livid. He's like, "I hate when you do that." Now leave your master to his important affairs. <laughs> and Gary, and he, he he does chew him out a little bit, but Gary. Uh, and then he goes back to his paddle ball, and Gary gets out the old timey hobo stick with a bandana <laughs> on it, <laughs> classic, and heads out. And just we see him go just miles and miles. There's a sign that says "Away, Away." <laughs> <laughs> Where is leaving Bikini Bottom? <laughs> Different episode, uh, but so yeah we see a montage of him like floating on a raft and getting on a bus that says snail ways and uh, <laughs> no other so snails Patrick, on this bus yeah no, no. no snails um just people hanging out it looks looks like a fun vibe but yeah so patrick uh he we see him drinking his coffee and then he eats the mug just psycho he's a psycho they were just guy. like we need a joke here he eats the mug <laughs> <laughs> and he walks over to spongebob's house and he finally remembers what he wanted to tell SpongeBob. Uh, but then he sees the bag and goes, that's strange. Usually I knock on the door with this hand. <laughs> <laughs> he does that a lot in this episode. <laughs> but um, yeah, he hears, darn it, darn it. And he finds SpongeBob's house. I don't know how many rooms are in this thing, but we keep discovering new ones. But he finds, <laughs> he's walking down hallways. Finds this gallery and a bed is strewn about. SpongeBob, what happened? This picture is crooked. See, he did the same thing. He see, I feel like a house like that, like SpongeBob has to be like a boomer to be able to to work as a fry cook and afford a house that nice. No oh, yeah. way, no way, not not today. Not today. He's definitely not renting that house. We know he owns it, and that's he owns it. millennial. Yes, <laughs> by himself. Yeah, Ugh. no roommates. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not now. Yeah. Well, the only one that lived with him ran oh, away. That's sad. Quick question. Have any of you ever did any of you ever run away from home when you were a kid? Um, I definitely planned it. However, oh. I wrote out directions to my parents <laughs> where I was going because I was gonna run away to my elementary school. And I even wrote out like turn left here turn right here <laughs> packed my suitcase and got like down the stairs and then forgot that i need to hand my parents my directions and that is like as far as i got because i'm i don't remember their reaction but i'm sure it was them dying laughing <laughs> yeah that's about as far as i got 
that is a, uh, that's a sweet child right there oh yeah very type and you're like i need you to make sure you know where i am but i am going but i need you to make sure yeah i think i told i i definitely was not planning on running away permanently i think i just wanted to like go to the pool in a different neighborhood you know but Oof. but i yeah i think i just got down the street and then my mom pulled up in her car and put me back in <laughs> but yeah what about you Devin? uh i ran away for pop tarts oh. i I wanted, there was an Ingalls behind our neighborhood and I really wanted Pop-Tarts and I, they wouldn't let me get Pop-Tarts. So I was like, I'm going to go get the Pop-Tarts myself. So I'm walking down the street and I think like a, a a UPS man or something drove up and was like, this is a child walking by himself. Something seems wrong here. Wrong. Um, and then I got brought back. So <laughs> I got brought back. It was unsuccessful. I never <laughs> got the pop tarts. Oh, uh, what flavor were you going for? Ooh, probably strawberry. You know, Classic. something simple. Yeah, yeah, that's the best kind. Yeah. Yeah. So we learn a big twist about Patrick here because he uh, he cries when SpongeBob tells him what happened, and it's because long ago. I took the dirty bubble challenge. You know, turns and faces <laughs> and he, he says that he won, but he lost the trophy they sent me. Oh, it's okay. We'll get some seahorse milk and cookies. But that always helps me when I lose something important. <laughs> I lost something once. My identity. <laughs> so SpongeBob sees Gary's food bowl and he's like, I feel like there's something important. They're like, tick, 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 tick. Oh, I gotta feed Gary. <laughs> and he gets the bag and calls Gary. Uh <laughs> and um he's like, wait, how how long was I taking the dirty bubble challenge? Oh, about a week. And then Patrick slides the milk out of the cup <laughs> and eats oh. it yeah a week maybe 10 days oh. <laughs> yeah my stomach turned hardcore on that one i was like ooh, oh. that might be longer than 10 days yeah he patrick fun. knows from experience too he oh. he has tasted the different days and knows oh. where on the spectrum this falls but <laughs> i mean that was like sour cream that's that's yeah. what he blocked out oh yeah oh so SpongeBob panics and he checks everywhere and he even like cracks open an egg, not in there. Uh, <laughs> he's cracking Gary, under the pressure. He's cracking under the pressure. That's true. That was a pun. Thank so you. moving on. Uh, <laughs> what? That that was excellent. How dare puns you? are good. Puns are good. Okay. Yeah. So Gary's in the desert and uh, his stomach is growling. We see it. You know, it looks like a ghost in there. Just but <laughs> SpongeBob gets out his feed. With eight types of organic sediment uh, that that <laughs> that snails know and love, eight, and you know, um, SpongeBob shakes it and it's empty. And then Patrick burps and he's like, "I only tasted six types of sediment." <laughs> okay, Patrick. <laughs> now he said specifically in there that it was um, that eight types of sediments that bottom feeders love. So starfish are they bottom feeders? Like they stick to rocks, don't they? Yeah, oh, oh, I don't know. I just watched Finding Nemo, so that's my only. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you have you have a musician, an accountant, and a youth pastor. <laughs> so, oh yeah, yeah. Great uh, Let's is see, sea <laughs> star bottom feeder. Thank you, internet. Yeah, God no. bless the internet. 
Yeah. We just had her like Aunt Marge's who would just give us random information that we'd walk around with, you know, wrong for okay wait what'd you say Devin? i said keep going with podcasts i will find the information oh okay yeah so um they, they're looking outside and patrick's shaking his belly because <laughs> they, <had to, laughs> they had to jiggle it to get gary to hear it but um they this i forgot yep. that this was in this episode and it is the funniest part of the episode but squidward is taking a bath and they just appear <laughs> <laughs> and he screams so hard and they're just standing there blankly just complete <laughs> blank expression <laughs> uh, and then finally after he stops screaming Spongebob's like you check over there I'll check in here and starts like moving the water away out of Squidward's bathtub <laughs> see I feel like this probably said before but I feel like as kids we all think we're Spongebob and yes, then we so. become adults and we all realize we are Squidward. Like I like watch this episode. I was like, "Yeah, how dare they interrupt his like, <laughs> like solo bath time?" I also would be upset. But as a kid, I was like, "No, no, that's the right. They're allowed to be in his bathroom. That's yeah, fine. They need to find Gary." Then you start getting flashes of your two-year-old while you're trying to take a bath. Like, no, honey, it is mommy's time. Yeah, oh, Squidward no. has no kids. Like nobody lives there. He always has alone time. <laughs> yeah, except he literally does probably like they have the maturity levels of two year olds. I I can now attest to that. Like there is no personal space, personal time. No, no, this makes sense. You got to search through the water. Come on, guys, yeah. dig in there. I need scented pine cones. Yeah, <laughs> yes. that sounds like a two year old. Yeah, but but to answer the question that we were all dying to know, starfish, sea stars are indeed bottom feeders. Oh, all okay. right. Yes, he would yeah. know. He would know. He would. That's and I right. found a slightly disturbing picture of a starfish, like on top of like the head of a fish, and I guess oh. it was cleaning it up or eating off of it. I don't know, but I didn't like it. No. Yeah. We need a barnacles fact checker. I guess that's just us at this point. But <laughs> yeah, if um, we can... <gasps> I actually do. I don't know her well enough to invite her on this podcast, but I know a marine biologist. Ooh. Get her on. Yeah. Mm. That would be awesome. I'll consider it. Yeah. I'll think about it. Yeah. But um, there's one place they haven't checked, which is the mailbox. I don't think Gary can fit in there. But uh, Gary left a note. And he wrote, apparently, because we see it and it's just complete scribbles. I must move on. <laughs> don't bother looking for me. I probably found a new owner who actually remembers to feed me on time. And um, and SpongeBob is devastated. And Patrick says, well, I mean, you drove him away. See, it's right there. <laughs> and there. Mm. And there. <laughs> could y'all imagine if our pets could actually write us letters? Like the devastating, scathing oh. reviews we would get constantly. Oof. Well, dogs would give good reviews. I mean. True. True. <laughs> They, uh, dogs, it's like an up i just met you and i love you yeah yeah dogs <laughs> dogs don't understand like personal boundaries not like physical boundaries but like you know like they they have no standards no. cats very much have standards we like, are their caretaker like they we are their staff we are their staff Oh, like, indeed, indeed. not you know like for dogs i feel like it's very much like oh i love you and you love me and we're just gonna be together forever and they're like <laughs> oh no 
I need you. Yeah, you're about to start care. singing the Barney theme song. <laughs> We're a happy family. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Jerry Seinfeld had a joke about what dogs must be thinking when they're freaking out when you come home, which is, it's that guy. It's that same guy. Wow. I never <laughs> thought I'd see him again. <laughs> yes. But no, I, I've, I've, I haven't thought about letters, but I have thought about what it would be like to be able to have a conversation with my cat and just mm. like talk with her and have her understand me. It would make bug catching so much more efficient because I know when she sees a bug. Like, it's right there. Get it. Like, yeah, like she'll exactly, exactly. Corner, and I can, bug. Exactly. And I'm gonna be like, hey, you go around and you corner it. And she's like, okay, you got it. And then you know, we just it, like that would be awesome. Yeah. She sounds like I, Sandy. Agreed. <laughs> My cat loves chasing flies, but she is not very much of a huntress whatsoever she thinks she is, and i will literally like take my finger and like point to the fly because at this point the flies are very dumb and like won't move from my finger and i'm like i'm literally pointing to the prey and she's like what what's going on and just wants to be petted i'm like but like follow the finger right there yeah. it's right there yeah it'd be great if i could communicate yeah yeah so um, the next scene is Gary. Uh, he's like out in the like this town at night, and he sees this cafe. And people are eating, and and he comes across some nachos. And these three like rough looking snails are like, "Look who came to dinner!" And he flees. Guess he didn't like nachos. And he <laughs> sees this monster. There you are. Just reach and grab him. And then we like have a commercial break because typically SpongeBob just doesn't have a commercial break, but this is a two parter. So left us on a cliffhanger, which if you're watching Paramount Plus, it immediately resolves the cliffhanger right away. But <laughs> I, mean, I do not miss, not gonna lie, sorry, Nickelodeon. I don't miss Nickelodeon uh commercial breaks whatsoever. I'm like, oh <laughs> thank you. I don't yes. want to watch the super sprayer. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> Nick, 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 Nick. Nickelodeon. Yeah. We'll so be it's right an old lady. Back. <laughs> so it's an old lady. Played by Amy Poehler. Oh, is right. that who Amy Poehler played? Yes, okay. and hearing it, it's like she's actually doing a good. Like I can she, kind of tell it's her, but she's doing good. She is so she disappears into that role. Yeah, like I was transported. I was, tra <laughs> I was just transported. Like I think about okay, so since we're, we made a Parks and Rec reference earlier, uh, there's a scene where they're trying to do the the the. Uh, the community class for the seniors. And so they're practicing with Anne uh, on, and old old people voices. And she's like, my jazz is scooter. And she's talking and you can still hear her. Like he was like, okay, yeah, that's that's Leslie Nope slash Amy Poehler. This old lady, it's she's gone. She she's has gone. she has become the old lady. Yeah, there is no Leslie Nope here. <laughs> there's <someone laughs> no it's Leslie Nunn. Because yeah, there's exactly. none of it. <laughs> So she calls him uh, Mrs. Tufsey, and she picks him up. You feel much lighter than Grandma remembers. Uh, grandma, and she she brings him into her home, and she is like SpongeBob's grandma times ten because yeah. she's like Grandma knows you like your Mister Heady set set to extra cozy when you're home relaxing while Gary's eating cookies. Oh goodness, you're almost out of cookies. And uh, there's pictures on the wall of her with a bunch of snails, uh, like a, you know, old mm -hmm. cat lady. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And 
she puts music on the stereo system and they do the boogie woogie and then Which jared burton... laughing because that's definitely not stereo whatsoever <laughs> resident a... music person i was like this is not a stereo, not a stereo. <laughs> what she called she said it was her her killer sound system or something like that i thought and she said stereo i don't know she may she may have said stereo that's what I wrote but, down. Yeah, but, but killer was the part that stuck out to me i was okay, like ah, yeah. ah it's a heaping killer. pile of foreshadowing and then she snaps her back just (laughs) (laughs) and so uh we see spongebob calling out for gary and he sees a snail po truck with uh gary on it which i like that they brought back snail po i eat snail po (laughs) so that makes spongebob cry so we see spongebob's gonna be getting emotional for the rest of this episode but um uh mrs uh what's her name i almost said mrs puff whatever her name is and mrs tufsey that's it yeah grandma and mrs tufsey watch a late night crime show oh heavens look at the time and it cuts over to a clock and it says 7 30 which is oh man spending living with uh my parents last month that is completely accurate except for the time show it's definitely jeopardy at 7 30 but uh so um gary we see what gary carried in his hobo bag which is a picture of spongebob which Mm. is very sweet but he hasn't completely forgiven spongebob because then the picture yells at him get quiet gary can't you see i'm busy and gary uh he's upset so he gets tucked into bed gets a good night kiss and then she claps the light off and (laughs) (laughs) spongebob the next day at work uh, he comes in late, looks terrible, and Mr. Krabs notices, and he's like, something is wrong. Well, you know, I lost the game. You needed your hat. So I knew I'd figure it out. <laughs> and then this lady asks Squidward, which don't ever ask Squidward for anything customer service related, but she, she asks him for a refund for a Krabby Patty because it's covered in tears. And SpongeBob says, this wouldn't be the first time I disappointed someone who was hungry. Oof. so he has a heart to heart with mr krabs which goes very well for spongebob uh (laughs) unintentionally uh tell me what's wrong well stop there see sometimes it's not what you say that matters (laughs) it's what you don't say oh you're right i should have told gary i loved him i don't know what that has to do with making krabby patties but uh here and then he says any problem you have can be solved with a little hard work and doesn't he like hand him a spatula you're right if i'm gonna find gary i need to work hard at it he leaves wait Mm. what mr krabs cared nothing about spongebob's mental health or his his well-being not at all If, if spongebob was like hey mr krabs uh, I just experienced a horrible tragedy in my life and I need a few days to grieve. Mr. Krabs would be like, uh, sorry, me boy. These Krabby Patties need cooking. Like, they, he doesn't care. Yeah, these customers are grieving. <laughs> They're grieving. <laughs> that, is, that is exactly how that would happen. They'll be grieving if they have to eat Squidward's Krabby Patties. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. So, Spongebob, his hard work is that he he drops a bunch of office supplies on Patrick, who's sleeping outside, and promptly yells, Apocalypse! Office products are falling from the sky! Oh, hey, Spongebob. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is the, that's the, he, that was a fear already in his mind. Like, that was not a new, like, oh, what's happening? That was like, it's in there, office products. That's, that was his Y2K. Like, he was... 
he was ready for it. Heaven forbid those ballpoint pens come flying out of the sky. Now, true. they have had experiences with falling uh, uten- writing utensils. Uh, you know, a pencil like- has fallen from the sky before. Frankendoodle, yeah. And that didn't turn out well, so. Did not. So that would be traumatic. Yeah. That's true, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so SpongeBob tells him, we're going to find Gary. But I thought you drove him away with your neglect and indifference. <laughs> I love how it sounds like he's actively reading at the source. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like has like written on his hand, like, wait, I prepared. Dick boxer. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed, but we make a lot of references to other SpongeBob episodes. <laughs> I love it. Cross reference. As you should. As you should. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, terrible friend. Just awful friend. <laughs> oh, but... yeah. Or is he the best friend? Keeping you honest. Ooh, keeping yeah. you real. It's it's called accountability. Accountability. Yeah. We all need yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So grandma makes some fresh squeezed orange juice and pancakes. And she's like, here comes the train. And she, they go outside. And she tells Gary to set phasers to fun, Mrs. Tufsey. <laughs> little Star Trek reference. Uh, so they go to the craft store. That was the fun thing that they had to set okay, their phasers to. I'm not going to lie, as I an upcoming it. middle-aged woman, not there yet, but upcoming, you, I don't understand it. I do enjoy going to Rachel, I, I need you to know that we are not middle-aged. <laughs> I, know. I, really, I really hope that we're not dead by 50, but... No, that's accurate. No, I I'm just feeling the fact that I'm turning thirty this year, and I'm yeah. like, oh no, you're oh. gonna feel it. Yeah, when I you'll feel it in your knees birth. first. Yeah, no, we're gonna but be able I will to say, tell the weather by our bad knee. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's beginning. It's beginning, and like especially now living in the Midwest, I'm like, I can feel it. It's coming. <laughs> the tornadoes. I don't know if we have the rights to that. Anyway. <laughs> we don't have the rights to anything. We don't have the rights to talk about SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't fair, stopped us yet. No, That's just, true. Just claim fair use, and you're ready to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's uh it's a parody. Yeah. yeah that one um, music, you know, copyright class I took, music business classes way back in the day. Pretend that I can still remember everything. Sorry, sirs. <laughs> in the in everywhere. the last decade. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> I've never thought of it that way, but I must now. Yeah. Oof. Oh, no. Yeah. Terrible. I literally took copyright classes before streaming was big. That's how long ago copyright classes were. I'm like, oh, no. I didn't learn about streaming because it wasn't that big of a thing. <laughs> I bet they're still using the same textbooks. Just... <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure they are. Yeah, that was like in, you know, in... Um elementary school and the textbooks would only go to like reagan and then stop like I, been, <laughs> that's so did our happen. maps our maps had the ussr on it like that did not exist in our lifetime like, <laughs> oh yeah the uh, the entire map of like europe was just like mostly wrong at that point occupied but... yeah <laughs> oh my gosh that is so funny that's right yeah. i forgot about those but anyway <laughs> so uh how, how can we possibly segue that back um, <laughs> So, uh, so the craft store. so the, the, you can get maps at the craft store right uh, yeah there you go so there's SpongeBob's putting up flyers which is the textbook way to find a lost pet mm, i like mine better i don't care um, mine, there were... mine was a pun so, so shut up 
there's a picture of it says sale on scented pine cones and patrick is just in awe and forgets the mission um so uh really does he forgets it so hard so hard i say they are two-year-olds y'all they are two-year-olds because he goes inside and asks the old lady i'm looking for scented pine cones it's an emergency oh hey gary (laughs) (laughs) and then and the signs say gary i'm sorry please come home love spongebob which is very sweet and then we get the saddest song ever written yeah (laughs) oof i'm not gonna lie okay like just talking about the music in general in this episode was fantastic at least like the opening has like the whodunit like you have the regular spongebob music you have like the desert like you know country forlorn and then even when they're watching like the late night you know quote unquote late night you know tv like the music even like lines up with like gary's you know watching spongebob or looking at his picture and i was like all right like i i don't know as an adult now especially being in music like watching the amount of like well-crafted music that went into every single episode like the fact like i don't know i didn't appreciate it as a kid but like this like this whole like come gary come home song is fantastic like top quality and it's just just for this episode you never hear it again just for this episode it's wonderful yeah even when they gets he first gets to this like city at night it's a little bit like a like a, the Jets and the Sharks are about yeah. to come out. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They hit, they hit like every reason. genre in this one episode. I was like, all right, we're going, we're going through the entire like Rolodex of Yeah. But reading genre. about this this episode, I I think that this song is based on a pre-existing song. Okay. Called Alone Again Naturally by Gilbert O'Sullivan. Uh, so okay, I but, do recognize that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But okay. it's still you do? so good. So- I think I've heard that song, but I Oh, alone again naturally yeah yeah when i first heard i i think it was only a couple years ago that sarah heard because it was in a super bowl commercial the song i want to rock which is what goofy goober rock is based oh, on. oh yeah okay and oh, she yeah, was like wait what <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good yeah yeah like there there's some lines like I, I stopped and was like really listening to the song, and there was a lot like the metronome line was like, yeah. "Now my heart is beating like the, what is it? The saddest metronome." I was like, "Oh, oh my gosh!" Yeah. Oh. Oh. And then something about like, hope you're reading my latest three word poem or something like that. Yeah, it's like, come oh. home. Yeah. Oh. I wrote down your meow right now. It sound like music to me. Oh. <laughs> But they, it gets some jokes in there in the song, like when they're flying, uh, mm-hmm. they're they're riding in the sky. Like um, Gary come home and Patrick goes, "I want peanuts," and hits a button, and they fly right through their writing, and it rewrites it to Lisa, "Will you marry me?" And then we cut to this couple. Who is this Lisa person? Why would you assume what? that had anything to do with you in the right? big wide open sky? Why are you? Why would city. you think in a city? That's like at the movie theater that one time when Mr. Krabs is like, he's (laughs) cheating. I knew it. (laughs) Reach into his pockets now and take what he's got. (laughs) Oh, man. So um, Grandma gives Gary 
a stack of flyers uh, to to go to the bathroom on, and uh, <laughs> given to her by a chubby boy. And, <laughs> and they're all Gary come home. Um, so SpongeBob is in Gary's thought bubble, and he apologizes, and he's like, "Please come back to me." And Gary starts moving. Go, boy, go! And then Gary uh, opens a closet and Oof. sees a bunch of old shells. Oh, <laughs> I okay. First, quick note about when with the thought bubble with SpongeBob, um, I recognize the music um, that they played, and I'm like 99% certain that it's the same music that they play in the the talent show episode where SpongeBob's mm. holding the mop and he's like with this mop I shape my destiny <laughs> so that music was playing in the background um and it's kind of weird that I just know that but <laughs> here we are and uh yeah when he opens up the the closet and all the shells and then the paintings the pictures yell at him I was like, like I'm thinking, like this it's, is like it, the movie Get it's Out. It's just right? like yeah. the movie, da- like Gary is is Daniel Kaluuya, and it's like, <laughs> get out, like get, get out. Um, that was our big story. Yeah, I, wait, uh, go ahead. I watched this with my husband, and we were like, because I I kind of remember the episode, but I didn't remember it a ton from like back, you know, in childhood, and like when they like this, we saw the snail like. uh Actually, no, right before that, David was messing with Sam. He was like, I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop because this just seems <laughs> way too good to be true. And then, like, when like all the snail shells come out, he's like, oh, I knew it. I knew, it. Like, I knew there was another shoe. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, then Gary, he, he, so she puts down the plate of cookies and he, like, ramps off of it and then she, really she starts throwing cookies at him throwing <laughs> yeah they're like sticking in the door like <laughs> whoa and um he sees one of the the rough sh- uh, the rough snails from before hey you're that guy that doesn't like nachos and gary just shoves him out there oh there you are miss tufsy you must be starving that line really is it's it's delivered so like scarily it's haunting, there. It's oh, so haunting. But uh, is yeah. the implication that she isn't actually trying to like kill the snails? She just feeds them constantly until they die. <laughs> nope, she wants to eat those snails. Okay, uh, yeah, that that was actually. I mean, I could kind of see that, but I feel like it's probably more just feeding them so that they become like rich. It's 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 Hansel and Gretel. Yeah, that's that's yeah. That you thought. know. Okay, yeah, she wants to she she wants to eat those snails, and I. Am a little not okay with what Gary does because he straight up sacrifices oh, another sacrifices. innocent s- snail. Yeah, no care whatsoever. Oh yeah, that was my yeah. thing. I was like, That's really messed up, Gary. Like yeah. I know you're trying to get away, but oof. <laughs> like he was nice to you. Yeah, he was all he wanted to do nachos was give you. you nachos. That's all he wanted to do. Um, yeah. So we cut back to SpongeBob crying on his couch, and Patrick's like, "Just let it out, buddy." And uh, Patrick remembers, wait, back at the store, I saw these huge chunks of balsa wood. They were awesome. Uh, Gary loved the balsa wood. Very specific. (laughs) And SpongeBob goes outside. I just can't get Gary out of my mind. There's just signs everywhere. And he sees this giant billboard of Gary. 
and he yells at it. And Gary comes up behind him. If only I could see you one more time so I could tell you how much I love you. Gary, your purring is making it hard to forget you. <laughs> Gary! Did you hear all that or do I need to repeat myself? <laughs> uh, and then he brings him back home. Let's get you something to eat. You must be starving. <laughs> Haunting. Yeah. Uh, and the ending music is right? a variation of amazing spongebob music oh mm. so good like i didn't even realize i i didn't realize that song was in there so you didn't oh yeah there was a song in the end credits right yeah that's the song yeah that's yeah that what one. was it i didn't hear the whole thing oh i watched on saturday so it's been a couple days <laughs> i think it's a version a kind of version of gary come home but like okay, with SpongeBob yeah. or whatever the actor who plays spongebob singing it yeah, Tom Kenny. Yeah. But yeah, there's like also like five different composers in this one episode. I would like for all the different musical everythings. And I was like, okay, SpongeBob, I see you getting yeah. all the talent. <laughs> it's a very musical show. Yeah. There's so many like Sarah will show me TikTok videos all the time that have nothing to do with SpongeBob, but the tune playing is a SpongeBob tune. I'm like, this is this, this yeah. is from SpongeBob. Yeah. Oh other end of that have y'all heard or seen any of the reels or tiktoks using ai and taking the voices of spongebob characters singing songs your face tells me yes jeff you have seen it i haven't but uh, i have not but that sounds amazing i will share them with you we can't experience them together on the podcast but i shall share some with you okay it's send them just, to me yeah it's magical okay yeah it's Man. maybe it's it maybe it's specifically like black tiktok because that's the only <laughs> ones i see doing it yeah. um but but yeah like it started the first one i heard was like patrick singing like like a uh like a gospel song oh and God, just yes. giving it his all and it's like wow oh like, happy day. Made it. like it's so <laughs> good <laughs> it's like i need these two people to actually record i'm sad that none of you have seen it i will share it with yeah you. okay oh, please do. yes please so uh what is the best quote from this episode Ooh. anybody <laughs> i mean it's gotta be um oh what is it I, I mean i can't you can't go wrong with patrick just being like your neglect and indifference yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, patrick had Patrick was sneakily like I feel like he's not what you think of when you think of this episode but he has the best lines yeah. apocalypse office products falling from the sky yeah like even and when they're reading the letter when he goes what do you mean you drove him away it's right there black and white awful in there, in there. awful <laughs> uh, so good yeah Hey, I only tasted six types of sediment. Uh, and now that we know, he is an expert on bottom feeder sediment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Man. All right. So let's see. Um, I'll start with Devin. And that's me. Yeah. How many deviled eggs out of five Ooh. would you give this episode? 
All right, all right, all right. Um, I'm gonna give this one. See, I'm I'm nervous starting off first because I feel like I'm gonna give a rating and everyone's gonna be like, oh, that's not what I give it. But it's my opinion, so uh, <laughs> we can I, disagree, you know. Hmm. Okay, because of the music, mm. I'm gonna give it four deviled eggs. Oh, okay, and you can and um, decimals are very yes. encouraged. Yeah, yes, but we do we do do decimals. Four point oh. Four point oh. Devil Twenty nine trillion O's. Um, wait, 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 wait. Twenty nine trillion nine hundred ninety eight billion six hundred seventy one thousand three hundred forty nine. Have you ever considered doing uh, auctions? Because that was really good. <laughs> And proud of all 29 <laughs> See, you're good at that. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna give this. I I liked it was a it was a good story, it was great music, um, a captivating villain in grandma. Grandma. And, um yeah, I think that was the inspiration for Jordan Peele for his film. No, it's <laughs> not, been. but could have been, but I always what? like to think that. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I'm that's what I'm going. I'm gonna give it four. Mm. Um, all right, Rachel. Um, how many types of settlement out of settlement sediment? sediment. <laughs> this is a Catan. <laughs> <laughs> how many types of sediment out of five do you give this episode? Oh geez. Hmm. Let's see. See, I had the same, th the reasoning, because I was like, because the music, I don't want to go like straight up five, because I'm like, it wasn't like, there are some other episodes I have enjoyed more. Right, so right. I would say like four, but like, there's a little bit of sprinkling of like, like granules a, on like top of four. 4.1. 4.2. 4.2. 4.2. 4.7. Ooh. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, right. like I said before, like the music's fantastic on both like the film score underscore and Gary come home at the end. Patrick with those like subtle zingers and Amy Poehler. You can't go wrong with Amy Poehler. Never. So, but, but there are, I feel like SpongeBob didn't get all of his amazing zingers or Squidward in this mm. episode. So that's why I can't do a full five, five layers of sediment. <laughs> you can't say it now. Sediment. See, it's hard. It's hard. Words are hard. hard. Words, words are hard. That's why I don't do words. I do music because words are hard. <laughs> that's funny because I just thought the same thing. I was like, that's why you do music. And oh, Jeff yeah. does numbers. I do numbers because words are hard. Oh, words man. are hard. Emails are my least favorite thing ever. So are phone calls. I'm like, Emails. let me just write you like a beautiful score instead of yeah. to write you. But, but an hour long podcast. That's that's fine. Uh, <laughs> that's all good. Yeah. Okay, Jeff. Yes. How many bowls of snail po? <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. Um, I'm going, I think just under four, I think like 3.8 out of five. It's a strong episode. Um, I don't know if it's as funny as you would get in like two two episodes of SpongeBob, um, two 11-minute chunks back to back. And so I think the pacing, I think part of it is just that it, I guess being 22 minutes when, um, it, it, you know, when you're used to an 11 minute episode, it feels like 
okay, when, when are we getting to the good stuff here? But you know, it, it's <laughs> there, <laughs> but there is a lot of, there are more funny moments than I remembered because I was going into it like, Oh, this is going to be a, this is going to be brutal, you know? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no, Ooh. I was like, this is a good episode. Cause I remember crying as a kid. Like, oh, so man. I did cry. So uh, you baby, you baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. Um, <laughs> Now say tax exemption. Tax uh, exemption. So, um, yeah, but it's it is funnier than I remembered. I think, um, yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about the the type of joke of Patrick being like, "Oh, that's weird." I usually knock with this in. Like there was a few too many of that type of joke where it's yeah, just like, <laughs> but but the like the office products like he makes up for it, and then like Squidward. Squidward yelling in the bathtub is I, I didn't even remember this that was the same episode, but that's hilarious. Yeah. But um that's that's been memed. Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, uh SpongeBob, he, he can do better than how he treated Gary at the beginning, but you know, he had to set it up, you know. But Bro. it was it was such a like that's what did it, man. Because I had forgotten why he drove Gary away, but yeah. um <laughs> but you needed an episode where Gary runs away, and the good thing about it is that because there's some cartoons, including um, Amy Poehler had a show called The Mighty Bee on Nickelodeon. Oh, man, I forgot about that show. Yeah. And her, it was like a running joke that her dog, I think, like hated her, like wanted to get away. And like she thought the dog loved her and like very much did not. But here it's like, no, Gary actually does love SpongeBob. Like, you know, um, even though he's. Uh, a superior intelligence as we've seen <laughs> in his dream. But um he, he does love so Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, uh, a, a good episode, a good two-parter. Yeah. yeah and sure. yeah. Sure. Um oh I wanted to mention uh so it was written by Paul Tibbet and Aaron Springer and I mentioned the writers because there's a writer's strike and and we haven't talked about it on this podcast but we did interview jay linder about a year ago and we asked him about uh labor negotiations with animation writers and it was a great discussion so go back and listen to the jay linder episode if you haven't listened to it everybody um it's yeah it's the episode i'm most proud of out of this podcast i think but um yeah yeah other than this one of course uh, but <laughs> yeah good take. Good take. yeah <laughs> yeah but um yeah, good episode, and uh, thanks for being on, Rachel. This was fun. Yeah, it was very fun. I enjoyed it. Thank you for inviting me. Was it was it what you expected? Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but that's a good thing, because I was good. very nervous, so I was not nervous at all, so this was yeah. fantastic. my first podcasting experience, so thank yeah. you. You're really good yeah. at it, so. Well, thank you. Thank you. I like, yeah. to, like to get out and about once in a while. By that, I mean stay in my house and <laughs> <laughs> just close the door and be like you can't come in here yeah oh no it is very much closed because i knew that if i had it open my cat would be like on my desk knocking everything off so i was like we're just gonna close the door yeah yeah so man all right well we will see y'all next time on i don't know what episode we'll be talking about uh because now we go out of order but uh it'll it'll be a mystery uh, it's still a mystery that's good i was thinking mystery you ain't my spatula we snow okay bye
Barnacles with Jep and Devin is a production of Jep and Devin. Thank you for listening. We've reviewed all the classic SpongeBob episodes, so feel free to go back and listen to us talk about some of your favorites. If you would like to be on the show or have any other questions for us, you can send us a voice message on Spotify. Also, please follow us, rate, and review us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And remember, with imagination, you can be anything you want. See you next time.